0: Hey, it's Chris. What you're about to listen to is probably one of my most favorite episodes ever. Uh, This is episode 30 on drinking games. And, you know, we believe in playing the games we talk about. So in this episode, we did a little bit of pre-gaming before it. Um, All in all, I think it turned out pretty well, though. But it did create one of the best YouTube videos that we had ever done. It's the only time we've ever done outtakes. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Scroll down and take a look. And yeah, it's definitely worth watching, even if you just go to the very end to see all of the outtakes, that by itself is worth it. And finally, we do have a new patron I want to thank, and that is R. Roy. So R or Roy, R. Roy, Mr. Roy, Miss Roy, whatever the case may be, um, thanks for joining us and being a patron. It's super appreciated. And of course, thanks to all of our other patrons as well, who we will thank twice at the end of the normal episode and in the post credits as well so stick around to the very end of the episode for some new content on our opinions and looking back on this episode and again I'll put a link in the show notes for if you just want to skip right to that just the new content but until next week have fun listening to this one
1: and welcome to episode 30 of Tabletop Game Talk, a show where we talk about tabletop games of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Kitty. I'm Chris.
2: And I'm Fletcher. Blimey.
1: (laughs) Today we're talking about drinking games. At last, the ones you... At at least. least. (laughs) Chris can't type. At least the ones you play on the table. Because after all, we talk about tabletop games of all kinds, I assume is what you meant to type there.
0: That's what I meant.
1: But first, we'll go off-topic, starting with some news announcements and feedbacks.
0: Thank you. So, if it's not already obvious, and we warned you last week, (laughs) this is our episode (laughs) on Drinking Games, and it is going to be a great episode, I promise. Um, Kitty, oh, wait, Josh isn't here. That's me.
2: (laughs) There's no Josh. There's no Josh. No, I'm, uh, I don't know, special...
0: Special guest. Special guest Fletcher. Yes.
3: That's yeah. me.
1: Yes.
0: So I needed somebody to fill in for Josh because even though he's just super excited about this episode, he completely forgot that he was flying to I think Florida or Georgia or where is South by Southwest? I
1: thought it's it was like Austin. Arizona. Austin, Austin? Texas. It's in
2: Austin, Texas, which is my right. hometown. Does it move around?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's always it's in always, Austin. It oh. is south by southwest. It's always like, you know, in the southwest. Yeah. Which you were saying the south east.
0: east. Florida. All right. Well, that's, that's Southwest great. Southwest, <laughs>
2: that makes a <always laughs> whole lot more sense. In Austin, Texas. All right. I Ex- grew up with Southwest. Southwest.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Back when it was an actual music festival.
0: Wait, it used to start as a musical festival? Yes. Because I thought that it was, was a still mostly. Thing. I know. I
2: don't know what happened.
1: It went from I music to I left
2: and then it changed to like a tech thing. That's
0: That's awesome. So to summarize, Josh
2: isn't here.
1: <laughs> no, Josh.
0: We have Fletcher. We have been um, our game of today were drinking games,
1: which means we're already drunk.
0: Already there <laughs> um, on the show, we're going. We have various kinds of sprite and grape juice. I have grape juice, and you have uh, that's Doctor Pepper or something. This is right? Doctor. Yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it- Doctor Cola. Doctor Cola. Doctor. I like that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Josh will be back next week. And he's going to listen to this episode and be like, I could have done better. But,
2: well, I mean, that's no fair for me because he has a British accent. So that automatically makes him more interesting and sounds smarter.
1: I really thought about reading the intro in a British accent. But, like, as much as Josh gets flack for being a fake British accent, I couldn't imagine that my actual fake British accent it's would true. do any better. We
0: haven't even gone off topic yet, and we're still into the birther conspiracy. <laughs> Okay, first, let's get the whole Patreon thank yous out of the way. Um, not that that's an inconvenience. It really, really isn't. Yay, <laughs> thank you! <laughs> so, Friends of the Show, Emile Jam, Lucas Hartso, Charles Finch, Jade Patterson, um, Patterson, sorry, Shane Poole, our newest, Michael Hoban, and Jaquin Hagar. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, also, I promised last week that we weren't going to increase the number of Friends of the Show. It, I didn't actually... But this does lead me to a change in Patreon that happened this week. Uh, there was a lot of confusion because we're doing Friday interviews now. And right now, the current, fr- or the current, um, well, it used to be we were charging per episode. But I was never planning on charging for the bonus episodes. But because of the confusion, I'm like, all right, I just need to switch everything over to a monthly. So there's no confusion when you put out the extras. So I sent out an email out to all the patrons through Patreon. And just explaining why the change and why it happened. And in order for me to do that, I had to actually create new monthly levels. So all the old levels are a quarter of what they would have been otherwise. If you want to continue to be a friend of the show and there's not a slot for you, please just email me tabletopgametalk. At gmail.com and I <laughs> tabletopgametalk at gmail.com and I will make sure to take care of it. Um, anyone who is backing at the old levels, there are equivalent new levels to back at. You'll automatically be converted to the newer, new lower levels. Um, actually literally today, but. Again, we completely appreciate appreciate all of you. <laughs> we also appreciate you. appreciate you too. <laughs> um, Did
1: we even thank our newest patrons yet?
0: We were going to do that in just okay. a second. And I think a special thank you for the people who have already switched over. Um, um, the vast majority of people have, have already switched over, but I wanted to mention another podcast you. just in case, and thank you. Um, and thanks to our newest patrons, uh, we have Joseph Lee, we have Jerry Hung, we have Alex Brown and Mike Smith. Thank you and welcome. Um, if you are interested in Patreon, I promise... Actually, I can't make promises like this. I hope to never <laughs> have to make any more changes to the Patreon levels as, as the way I just did. Uh, check us out at TabletopGameTalk.com. You should
1: enjoy the names of our new levels because they're very entertaining. Yes, I, I
0: decided... One to of some-
1: them is one of my favorite games yeah. that Chris hates.
0: We. I, it's not that I hate it.
1: You just don't like it when I talk about it. I
0: just don't like it as much as you like it. But it's still a great game. We're talking about Carcassonne, if you don't know. I was talking about Yahtzee. Oh, Yahtzee.
1: Yahtzee. All right,
0: for the record. Yahtzee uh, is the punchline of every joke. Yeah, I'm just going to put this on the record right now. I you're love out of the Yahtzee. podcast
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> for your anti Yahtzee attitudes. <laughs> you know, first and last. What I, can I say? No, no.
0: I like Yahtzee. I really do. I grew That's because you're from the Midwest. I grew up in the Midwest playing Yahtzee. <laughs> I like this Texan t- twang thing we have. I don't really up. have a twang. You don't at Thank all. you. You're not
2: Texan. You really at all. don't. Have I a am twang Texan. At all. When did you
0: move here from Texas? Uh, 2008. So in two thousand eight, so in you're saying in But I'm from just, Austin. I'm from Austin, Texas. Oh right. Austin doesn't have an accent.
1: Keep Austin weird. Keep right? Austin
0: weird, exactly. All right. Fair enough. All right.
2: Excellent.
1: <laughs> if you're in Texan,
0: Texas. If you're don't. in Texas,
2: either. Either one. <laughs> Texas or Texan.
1: <laughs> Fletcher. Fletcher, just keep drinking. We've gotta get to our level.
0: <laughs> you're
2: good.
1: Finish that drink.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you, you Doctor Cola, right? Doctor Cola. Yeah.
1: Finish your Doctor um, Cola. Let's
0: all right. But the point I'm trying to make is thank all of our patrons. We're good. Oh, so if you're watching on YouTube and for this episode. This is not good pod. <laughs> you, may, you may want to. Kitty has a roulette shot glass drinking game. And just periodically, she's going to roll something. and 18. 18. So we're all checking our glasses right now. I do not have 18. Fletcher is has Is that red or black? Red, it's red. 18 oh, it's red. It's me. All right. It's you. So that means that Fletcher's I'm gonna, gonna ring Dr. A, Cola. Uh,
2: yes. Have a shot of Dr. Cola.
0: So so this is gonna periodically happen throughout the show. Um if you are not into drinking games, I promise there's a lot of content that is not drinking game related. Again, I'm making promises I can't keep. I was yeah. going
1: to say, I'm making a lot of faces at YouTube I, right now. <laughs> I promise we will
0: try to relate this back to normal gaming as well. Because we did try to actually play a game after a drinking game to see if we could figure out how, how to play well this game. How well did Spoiler alert. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there there was that. Um, I think they're coming for us right now, by the way. but
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. So. Sounds of the world they are happening.
0: Let's get to some more serious news and announcements. Uh,
1: Contest. Wait, no, no, contest. Giveaway.
0: Not yet. Giveaway, but not yet. Not yet. First, I want to let everyone know if you are not subscribed to this podcast, you may have missed my interview with Isaac Childress, you know, creator of Gloomhaven, which we're giving away. If for some reason, somehow you missed that episode, you should go back and listen to it. So that was our Friday episode. Mm-hmm. I warned you last week that we were going to have something on Friday. And hopefully you find that episode interesting and informative. Um, In fact, I believe that's the first place he announced the pricing of the new Kickstarter coming up. So for those who missed it, um, Gloomhaven, the Kickstarter is going to start in April. It's it's actually founders of Gloomhaven Kickstarter, but there will be a way of a level where you can uh, get Gloomhaven. And the price is only $100, which is ridiculous because the retail price of this is $120. He's upping the retail to $140. And $100 is still way too cheap for this game, if you ask me. Um, We will get to the drawing. I I wanted to hold it and wait till the end of the episode, mid episode. But I don't want to punish people. But
1: it's our drinking game episode. Yeah. We don't trust so, ourselves,
0: so we'll do this a little earlier. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> skip all of this now. Right now, Fletcher is—he's drinking, drank, drinking, 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 drinking. The least—I think a past tense is drunk. Drunk. He's drunk the la- least of the Dr. Cola. So he is actually going to do our drawing right now. And this—we're going to do this right now. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yes. It's I in the show do, notes. I want to do my weight first <gasps> real quick because Josh wasn't Fine. here Fine. and my weight is not kind of climactic, so I can't follow Gloomhaven with All this. Right. 191.7. I'm flat. 23.3 overall since the beginning of the year. I will do better next week. Oh, so Should do I do my, do my thing? Yes. In news
1: announcements, too? Yeah. My second episode of our new podcast. Of which your new podcast. My, my new podcast, Fresh Baked Books. Check us out on iTunes. Please, please, please give us a review. That would be great. Um, It's talking about Boy Meets Girl by Meg Cabot and Ginger Snap Cookies, where I don't actually like Ginger Snap Cookies. So I do my best to make Ginger Snap Cookies that people who don't necessarily like cinnamon or crunchy cookies will still enjoy them.
0: Yeah. I drink a lot. No, I did not drink a lot. Yes, I did. But I ate a lot of these ginger (laughs) snap cookies that she made. I brought them
1: down last week, yeah.
0: And I just kept eating them and eating them. They were delicious. Also, I've listened, uh, obviously, I'm listening to your podcast, but um, the number of times you say love in it.
1: I got your email. Thanks a lot, Chris. (laughs) Now we're super self-conscious. We do say love a lot. We love to say love. Yeah,
0: so if you want to hear Kitty and Eve say love a lot, definitely listen to it. (laughs) it's It's a fun lesson, and you you guys are doing short form, so it's only like thirty minutes. Yeah. or so, so I like it. all right. um,
1: the moment everyone has been waiting for.
0: no, I'm gonna tease it out just a <gasps> little bit longer because I'm gonna give my weight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what everybody's been waiting for one hundred and ninety one pounds, really?
0: Yes, yeah, but you're all like muscle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I'm gonna give my weight oh wait. I never do.
0: no. No, Um, all right. I do want to do first iTunes reviews because we appreciate these so much, and we we got a whole bunch of them. And because I got a a feedback from last week reading out iTunes handles, now I'm actually kind of having fun (laughs) with it. So, Shanup twenty three, Sir Penguin Hunter, Sinister Wally, Praxis twelve, Possum Booty. <laughs> wait what
1: they did that on purpose that i'm sure possum i love it booty possum booty yeah
0: jaquin hagar uh the red <laughs> uh De Cassis. i think this is actually he did an updated review still leaving us four stars so we have some room to grow with him um they're poor. pretty good yeah i'm just just thinking you're, you're not perfect but yeah i'll, I'll keep listening thank you <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, first-time reviewer. I'm wondering. I am, I'm I'm going to do some research on this one, see if I can find. But I'm thinking he actually might be a first-time reviewer, he or she. Uh, Mike Hoban, Parallax 5, Parallax V, but I'm going to read it as it should be. And <laughs> Tyler Slayton. So Mike Smith of last week.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I read this?
0: You can, you can.
1: I loved how you butchered my user ID on iTunes. UK is for University of Kentucky where I graduated college. Phi Tau is for Phi Kappa Tau, my fraternity. So it's UK Phi Tau ninety
0: seven. Thank you, Mike. And if anyone else wants to correct me on pronunciations of YouTube names, I or you iTunes names, I am Whew. really we're on to a great start. We had- if this it's is gonna your, be rough. Yeah, if this is your first time listening, please go listen back and to listen to our, our last episode. episode. <laughs>
1: Don't start here. <laughs> yeah, don't,
0: don't start here. Start here. Um, okay. Now, before we get into feedback, before we get into questions, we are actually going to do our Gloomhaven drawing. We had over 80 entrants.
1: Should I start a drum roll?
0: Not yet. I just want to put out the statistics there because this was a lot of work by a lot of people, mostly you guys, um, our listeners. Over 80 entries. I think 85, I think, is the total uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand entries as we count them, which averages out to about 13, 13 and quarter per person. Um, there were a lot of people that were way less than that. And there were some people that were way more than that patrons. They get bonus entries and auto entry. Um, if you leave us a review, you get bonus entries. If you fr- fan us on board game geek, you get bonus entries. So I just want to be completely upfront that some people have a better chance than others. Um, Kitty's spinning the wheel right now. So apparently we're going to check this just before uh, we do, but, everyone thank you for entering all of the information that we got from you all of the feedback all the questions i read every single bit of it and (laughs) fletcher just got spun another uh, shot of dr cola Yep. so take that and we are going to do this now the way I, i i set this up is we we now have a database um thank you everyone for doing i only had to do like a dozen manual entries everyone else oh, went, to our, our, went to our i went to our web page tabletopgametalk.com they clicked on the giveaways button and they filled in their information it helped immensely in in going through and making sure everyone had the right stuff um that was exported into a spreadsheet so all the entries are there there's a random formula uh fletcher's going to go <laughs> oh,
3: that was take close. a drink take a drink uh,
1: chris <laughs> This every time yeah. every time Chris accidentally calls Fletcher Spencer, Chris has to take a drink. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're so close in my head. They're I don't know why. They are, <laughs> they're different people.
1: <laughs> they really I thought, are. I thought I was going to get I'm away from that. definitely not married to Fletcher, <laughs> nope, nope. in case the internet is listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, so what we're going to do is 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Um, again, Fletcher, I'm, he's an, uh, the most independent person. I have my favorite people, and... Uh, which is everybody honestly if i had 85 copies of this game i'd get away 85 copies
1: we really would
0: i asked isaac after the interview hey can you send me 84 copies and he's like no um
1: <laughs> that question
0: never actually happened but i'm assuming that would have been the answer if i did ask it but if he i had doesn't eight, even have 84 copies he probably doesn't honestly but um if i could give this game to everybody i would if you don't win I'm so sorry for getting your hopes up. I almost feel guilty about it. I know.
1: We wish we could give away a copy to everyone. We really do.
0: But next month, we're looking at four weeks from the time you hear this that you'll be able to kickstart it. And Isaac has told me firsthand and on the interview, he's going to actually start this print run mid-Kickstarter. So he's not even waiting until the end of the Kickstarter. He just wants to get an idea of what the demand is. So we're looking at probably relative near future Relative being probably three to four months. That's not an official number, but if I'm doing my math right... Because he's doing it local. He's, it's in the U.S. He prints with a factory inside of Illinois. So, wow. Yep. Yep. So it, it'll be cool to um, see this actually get reprinted and make sure everybody gets a copy. Suspense is over. We're 17 and seven seconds in. Fletcher. All right. I'm going to randomize this. All right. Five, four, three, two, one... The
2: winner is Brandon Shroom.
0: Brandon Shroom. Uh, US? Uh yeah, South Carolina. All US. Right. All right. You Brandon, you Brandon or Brandon? It's Brandon with an A. Brandon.
1: Brandon. You, Yay.
0: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations. I'm really sorry I didn't give you a drum roll. Chris didn't give me enough warning. <laughs> Or I'm drunk.
0: Yep, it's you one will of those not ones. find out about Me this both. until Tuesday. I'm not gonna. We're just
1: for not letting him know in advance.
0: Nope. <gasps> so if it was international, I would have to. But since we're U.S., <laughs> you will not find out about this until you are actually listening to this. Uh,
1: congratulations! So congratulations.
0: That's that's amazing. I have absolutely. It's a
1: really exciting win.
0: Yep, and like I say, it's it's a heavy box but i will take it to fedex this week and we'll get it out to you so you look for it within the next week or so um and that that's 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 the end of the contest
1: we're starting a new contest though next week yeah do we all
0: feel a little empty inside Mm,
1: no i'm full of champagne okay you're you're good (laughs) (laughs) that's not champagne that's
0: right um, i'm sorry
1: i'm full of spray you <laughs> say champagne that's a generic
0: I, it is a sh- well it's generic but
1: it, i'm not even sure it's real champagne i yeah, think it's sparkling isn't. white wine uh,
2: it's sparkling wine it, it's champagne yeah. in quotes it's
0: champagne it's champagne yeah i like that all right so our next contest will start again as soon as you hear this episode it will have started so you can go to tabletop dot com. <laughs> tabletopgametalk.com. dot (laughs) com. I should make a drinking game out of every time Kitty laughs at what something I say.
1: (laughs) All right, should we put out our our drinking game for our podcast?
0: Uh, No. All right, I am going to give you some rules. We're going to let the listeners make that up.
1: (gasps) No, No. I have some rules already.
0: You can contribute, but let me finish this first. Uh, Okay. Tabletopgametalk dot com. Click on the giveaways button in the upper right corner, and by the time you listen to this, our next. contest will have started. This one is sponsored by Stronghold Games. We just interviewed Stephen Bonacore last episode, and he has agreed to give away a copy of Fields of Green. So we're going to do that. Now, to be completely honest, following up a Gloomhaven giveaway is tricky. So we're going to actually have two winners for this one. The the first winner is going to win uh, Fields of Green. The second winner is going to win a t-shirt, which... I should actually be wearing on this episode, but um, we just created new T-shirts for well, not new. I guess they're new for us. We haven't given them out to anybody.
1: They're new in general because yeah. the last T-shirts you made had two faces on yes. them. I was not yet a part of the podcast yeah. when Chris made these T-shirts, so they only feature Chris and Josh. And
0: there was only two of them that existed.
1: They are only two existing. Now yep. there are six, six existing. Yep. So There's fight
2: the patriarchy is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Fight the patriarchy. Fight. Try to win this t shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, so, but you will win a t shirt. Like it'll be one of literally there one are of six. seven. Yeah. Well, there seven. are six
1: now. Yep. Yours will be the seventh.
0: Because yep. I made one for each of the people on the podcast and the significant others for the people on the podcast. And that's all that are in existence. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to do two name drawings for this particular contest. So you will
2: win an outdated t-shirt.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> you win a new t-shirt. T- no, t- no shirt. these are
1: the new ones. The they new t- feature t-shirts. me. Oh, okay. I am I exist. Yeah, kitty front and center. I Actually, mean- my sister made fun of me because she said that I tried to get the illustrator to Make me look like Rapunzel from Tangled because of your
2: hair is
0: braided.
1: My hair is braided, and I look a lot prettier in cartoon form than I do in real life. (laughs) I will,
0: I will tell you that there are a few emails that may contradict that, but we won't get into that right now.
1: (laughs) Uh, Internet, (laughs) I love you too.
0: Internet's the best. (laughs) All right, let's get into. um, Holy, we're twenty-one minutes in. (laughs) This is really.
1: It's a it's a unique this episode.
0: Is, this is the fallout of, of of Drinking Games episode. And since we're switching segments officially this time, now All right. you can actually spin the wheel. Now we're in
1: No, you have to spin the oh, wheel. Oh, I spin the wheel. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
0: So again, we have this roulette wheel in the middle of the table. Great pod.
1: This was a this was a gift to Spencer from his grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> for Christmas one year, which I think is just so funny that we ended up with this. All right. Yeah. And the number is 19 let's check our glasses red 19 red 19 red
0: that's not oh that's me
1: all Uh, right chris drink some grape juice up here. vitamin
0: filled it's great (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
2: a lot of vitamin c in that
1: all Uh, right so i feel like we already hit this first part of our feedback
0: wait no ryan so ryan emailed us and this was not to enter the contest he had just found the podcast he wanted to email us and say hey kitty
1: Oh, okay. No, that's where I was going. I was skipping your first part where you have all your iTunes reviews in here. Got it. All right. So from Ryan, good evening. I just wanted to drop you all a note to say I'm really enjoying your podcast. I found it a few weeks ago, and now I'm going back through all the old episodes to catch up. You should stop at episode four.
0: No, you should start at episode four.
1: (laughs) Or start, whichever way you're going. (laughs) Backwards or forwards, don't bother with those first three. (laughs) (laughs) I found it a few weeks ago. Now I'm going back through all the old episodes to catch up. The three of you have wonderful podcast chemistry and the dialogue flows really well. I also appreciate that you are relatively new to the hobby. Definitely a very fresh and organic feel without that know-it-all vibe that occasionally comes from some of the other more experienced podcasters all in all, a wonderful start to one of my new favorite shows. Keep up the great work, and I'll keep listening
0: all right, well, Ryan, let us know if for some reason you stop listening, and hopefully it's <laughs> not <stop> this episode.
1: <laughs> this is an exception,
0: yeah, also your mic's over there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you should all go watch this on youtube because seriously (laughs) really
0: if you just search for tabletop game talk on youtube also you can go to the website and click on youtube and you'll see us there um this is not staged in any way shape or form (laughs) it was planned poorly planned but it's not
1: staged (laughs) yeah that's true all
0: right let's take some questions fletcher why don't why don't you give us a question
2: all right this one is from andrew what style of what style of ever-changing stat tracking do you prefer? So he gives some examples. Stat tokens, plus one, minus one tokens. Wheel, one or two-digit wheels that can be spun to show the current stat total, pen and paper, or dice.
0: So I, I love this question because I don't like almost any tracking. My favorite tracking really... If I have to track something, if I'm doing any kind of at all, I'll use uh, pen and paper because spinning dials... Yeah, It just seems like, okay, I'm spinning dials. It's this huge piece of something that's in front of me. The dial doesn't always spin. It doesn't... Sometimes it's too loose. Sometimes it's too tight. It just... yeah. Um Dice, you can always nudge them and they can fall over. Um Tokens, it's just a big pile of things. So I personally do two things. One, I have a whole bunch of components from board game crafters... Crafters, board game makers. All right, there are <laughs> sites out there that will send you components to board games. And I have a whole bunch of the cubed crystals of different colors and the crystal, like, so they're like multifaceted things. And so I've gotten a bunch of them in a bunch of different colors, and I will use those for a ton of different games. In fact, a game we just played today had little cardboard tokens for gold coins. I have the um upgrade gold coins from Arcadia Quest and I'm like no, no 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 let's use these instead. So I have kind of a reserve of like components that I can bring in to a game to use. Gloomhaven for example, there's a lot of discussion online. There's like it feels like there's a thread every single day about how to track experience and health. I don't worry about any of that stuff. I'm not trying to use the boards. I just bring out my little cubes and my little uh, crystals and say, okay, red or health, blue or experience, that's it. Um, the crystals are worth five, the cubes are worth one. And I do that in a lot of games that don't have, like, uh, if it has a dial or a die or something that I have to use, that's what I'm going to use instead. What do you guys think?
1: So to completely contradict Chris while he <laughs> pours me a drink, I actually really like um, die trackers. I think that Codex does this really well, where you track your numbers by die, where you have one pointed at six, and then when you lose one, you bring it down to five, four, three, two, one. I think that they're actually very hard to tip over accidentally. And I think that that's a really good way to track things. And I
0: will note that Codex actually doesn't come with those dice, They come with a completely different cardboard health counter, but you've never realized it.
1: I've never realized it. (laughs) I like to use the die because because, Chris taught me with the die because I replaced (laughs) the
0: D6 instead because a D6 for health is actually works really well. So in codex, you need like your base is base is 20 health. So we use four dice all set to five Mm -hmm. and then we'll spin down those dice and move them away. I use dice that have a special symbol on the six to symbolize a building that's in progress.
1: I actually think that's more um, unhelpful. The the special symbol? I like the actual six. I think the special symbol is a little hard to understand sometimes. I
0: only use it for that particular case because it puts you into a state where you don't have hit points yet. I guess it's
1: just because I've used those die in um, RPG situations, and they're very unhelpful to me.
0: Yeah. I I definitely, yeah. I don't like special symbols on my ones or sixes for what I'm rolling. Because I never know if it's a
1: one or a six, because they both generally happen the same kind of way.
0: I have actually come to the point where I will only buy six sided dice with special symbols if they're on the six. If they're on the one, I will completely pass it up and I won't even consider it to buy. Fletcher, you have an opinion on this.
2: Yeah. So I come from a D&D background and. uh, I would use either dice, because it's what you already have, or pen and paper, because it's what you already have, and you don't have to buy anything. Pen and yep. paper True. is easy. Yep. You just have a pen, you have paper, you just keep track of stats that way. Yep. Nice and easy. Yeah.
1: Chris is a total, like, buyaholic. He will buy any. I'm a super skate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, a nice balance to have here.
0: <laughs> I like buying plastic
2: for you some do. reason. Yeah, you no, I just like want I want to buy my dice. It. That's it.
0: Keep track of everything pen and paper. Yeah. So this next question
1: uh, is very related. Yeah. All right. Have you done any component upgrades that have made a particular game more thematic or enjoyable? If so, which?
0: So, and again, this is... So we just played um, Red Dragon. I was going to say,
1: we're going to kind of transition into game of today.
0: Yeah. So when we played our game today, uh, Sydney was... (laughs) She heard we were doing a drinking games episode. She's like, wait... You're not going to talk about red dragon. And I'm like, well, I've never played it. She's like, okay, I'm changing my schedule to teach you guys how to play this game. But one of the components in there was like these big plastic or not big cardboard, um, gold tokens. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So that's when I brought the Arcadia quest tokens. I'm like, no, no, we're going to use these metal tokens. It doesn't change the gameplay at all.
1: No, yeah. it really does not.
0: Honestly, it has absolutely no bearing whatsoever. For the most part, component upgrades for a particular game... It makes it feel nicer. It makes it feel nicer, if but... If you already have it, yeah. then use it. Yeah, if you have it, use it, but don't go out of your way to pick it up. It just doesn't matter that much. Uh, it, I, I mean, I liked playing with the metal tokens, or the metal coins, because I haven't actually got to use them a whole lot. But we can simply use, you know, anything that... It, it, whatever comes in the box, we is could fine. have
1: pulled out a bunch of pennies. We could have played with the cardboard tokens. It would have been the exact same M and M's, really, like yes. the same experience. But the the coin did have a fun feel to it. It made those clinks when you throw them in the middle of the table. It's yeah. kind of fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely gave it a little bit more of a text tactile feel to it. Textile tactile. <laughs> <laughs> They were soft. And- <laughs> they were softed. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I didn't felt like know I could weave with them
1: textiles. <laughs> yeah. I thought I was the one who sewed around here.
0: No, no. Um, but they're not necessary, honestly. Even like right now, board games are doing a lot of like miniature stuff, and I like miniatures in board games. They're cool, but they don't like Gloomhaven uses cardboard standees, which are completely fine as well.
1: Well, it depends on Gloomhaven which you're talking about because your
0: characters are plastic
1: the plastic characters they also look really fun to paint if you enjoy painting and you like to paint your miniatures that's a completely different experience but like that's a outside like kind of meta game within the game i think kind of thing where i love painting miniatures and i do it for fun So I'm going to really enjoy any game that has a high-quality paintable miniature. Yeah. But
0: if you just have a ton of minis and you don't paint them, then you just have a ton of minis. You have a ton Mm -hmm. of plastic, which they're cool looking. Um, Don't get me wrong. But they're not necessary to make the game fun.
1: What game is it where they have like a min a million... My brother did this. I can't remember, Like, War something. Warhammer? Warhammer. Warhammer. Yep. Warhammer has so many minis that it's not even worth painting anymore. Yeah. They're just like...
2: Well, I mean, I had a friend growing up that he was totally into Warhammer, but I feel like he was more into Warhammer for, the, for painting all the minis. Yeah. He liked playing the game, but he wanted to get every new miniature so he could, like, paint it. Yep.
1: Which is really fun, but if you want to just paint minis, I think it's way more fun to minis. kind of yeah, just, just paint, paint minis. Like... Go on Craigslist or something. Pull up a thing and like paint someone's mini for their D and D campaign for fun.
0: Yep, actually, I did that for so. Yeah. Th- so Fletcher and I worked together, and we played D and D every Tuesday night. I've mentioned that before, and I, th- we all got these these Hero Forge miniatures, and they're this black plastic or cop not copper uh, some kind of metal alloy or something coppery looking. Yeah, it's like brass. steel or. Um... Bronze. Bronze, yeah. Um, nobody got the bronze because it was $100 a mini. But there was a number of steel ones. I'm like, you know, I want to try to paint these. So I took them all home and I painted them. But that was for our d d campaign. I have yet to paint a board game of minis. Now, I'm, I'm probably going to do it for Gloomhaven. But I still have a hard time starting that there, process. There
1: aren't actually that many minis. It's a very limited number. Well, there's
0: 18 of them in the box. Only six that you start with, though. And that's the tricky part is like... You start with six. There's 12 others that are locked that you don't know what they look like until you unlock them. So do I paint the first six? Do I paint them all? Do I just look at images online? It's a big question.
1: I I think so. I think you just start with the six and then paint them as you unlock them. I think that's kind of a fun, like unlockable thing like it's
0: you get to
2: reward yourself for unlocking yeah. them yeah. exactly you, yeah, it, yeah. you get you it and then you paint thing. it and un- paint it yeah
1: it's like playing a video game where you unlock a character and you get to see like all the things like mess with all the stats is kind of a unlockable thing yeah, yeah.
0: so dan i think my answer to this is it does it add thematically to my enjoyment not necessarily um it can be fun outside of the game like, I want to add this thing or the thought of adding the component is more fun to me than actually while playing the game. I'm not thinking this game is so much better because of these different components that are so much better. I will say the opposite though does not necessarily apply. If the components are horrible, I will have a hard time enjoying the game. So as long as the components are like good and not terrible and not terrible yeah
1: they just have to hit a base level of not awful
0: yep i am completely fine at that point all right so one more question okay so
2: this last question comes from uh i'm gonna hopefully i'm gonna pronounce this <laughs> correctly hasham tour that sounds good yeah um how do you handle game transportation i often play at someone's house or or a convention
0: but dedicated cases are usually very expensive are they worth it I'm I'm going to say no. Um And in fact, these kinds of questions have stemmed me to think that... So there's a lot of unboxing videos on YouTube. And I'm trying... If you've noticed, if you watch our YouTube channel, you know, it's like, we've done an unboxing. Or we've done two unboxings. And I'm trying to figure out where we kind of fall into this niche. There's tons of unboxings. There's tons of how to plays. I actually kind of want to do a reboxing videos. <laughs> like, after I've unpacked it, how do I put it all back together? Because... I think there are ways to put a game back together that make it very easy to transport, very easy to set up, that I don't often see on the internet as how you would do that. So I'm going to, like, really dive deeper into this idea, but as far as transportation is concerned... Uh, I have a social games box which goes inside a very small box resistance game. So I can fit resistance, I fit werewolf, and I think I even fit Coup all into a single box. And that way I can carry that around with me wherever I want. That's a one box thing. If I'm carrying around the components for a bigger game, I might carry around the box if I'm just carrying around that one box. If I'm carrying multiple things around, then I don't know. That becomes something that's a little bit more... um I haven't had to carry tons of boxes around because if I'm going to a convention, I'm not actually bringing a ton of games there. I'm expecting to buy a bunch of games. Uh, have you guys actually had to transport games? So for me in particular, I don't...
2: I have a few games. I'm definitely not at the level of Chris. Chris has an entire room full of games.
1: Too many. And
2: yeah. And usually <laughs> when I'm transporting games, it's either stuff for D&D, which is not that bad. It's just a few books. Or it's like maybe one or two box games which is really not that bad like maybe settlers of catan or pandemic or something like that it's not terrible right so in my case like you can easily throw that stuff in a bag or backpack it's not terrible i haven't i haven't ever gone to a game con where i need to bring like 20 games with me or anything like that
0: one of my friends is he stores all his games in the trunk of his car And that's like, that's his storage system. So he can drive anywhere and have all his games in the trunk of the car. And you open up the trunk and you can't put a spare tire in there. It's a game store. It's a game store. So, um, it really just kind of depends on the situation. My, my suggestion is if you're traveling to a con or you're traveling to a friend's house, if you're just bringing a limited number of games, then you don't have to worry about, you know, how you're transporting it. But my basic thing, and I think I've said this before, is, Everything is in plastic baggies. I I repackage everything once I pull it out of the game, and we're spinning the roulette wheel again. <laughs> and depending on four, four, what color? Red, red, red. No, black. black, black. I like. Black oh, it's me. All right. So that is Sprite. <laughs> so everything that comes out i put it into plastic baggies and once they're in those plastic baggies you can they're very durable you can rotate you can flip them upside down and rotate them upside down whatever the case is they actually are very very transportable if you try to use the trays that are in the boxes transportable transportable didn't i say that yeah you did <laughs> i'm wondering <laughs> you, if that's you a word. tried to
1: Trans- transportable, transportable is a word Right, I well, feel like it is. I'm
0: gonna say that. So we have been off talk- topic for thirty-eight minutes. I am gonna spend fifteen seconds to talk about Kickstarters. No games I've owned, Dice City, Forge Wars. Forge Wars is Isaac uh Childress's previous game before Gloomhaven. Check it out, buy it. It's a super, super awesome, epic euro gamey thing where you're playing the blacksmith in a war and like ba- making equipment for heroes so that's fun um kickstarter if you're not using kickstarter you don't know about rising sun if you are using kickstarter you definitely know about rising sun this is cool mini or not Uh eric lang back it regardless of the controversy it's bound to be good and for a hundred dollars and all the extra stuff you're getting it's going to be crazy good also third eye games is just re- started a Kickstarter, uh, the Pip System, which is a role playing game. Um, I heard about this on Gaming and BS, one of my favorite podcasts. They did an interview with them last f- uh, Friday. So check them out if you want to hear more about Third Eye Games, Gaming and BS, the podcast. Um, our game, on of to game of today. Game yes. Today.
1: Game of Today. We played the Red Dragon Inn,
0: which is a. It's meta a drinking, drinking ga- game it's a met
1: like it's a drinking game where you don't actually have to drink. It's the the point of the but game. We
2: did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> mm. A little bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the game is you're trying like the point of the game is to try to meta drink each other under the table. You have two tracks. You have your alcohol consumption and you have your fortitude. And your fortitude goes down while your alcohol goes up. And when they meet, you lose.
0: Yep. And you can you, give other people drinks.
1: You can also lose by running out of money. Yes.
0: Yes. If you don't have the money to drink, you lose. <laughs> then you have to pay a bar tab and you have to
2: leave. Yep.
1: hmm So we played while we were also actually drinking. But we weren't really paying too much attention to it. Uh, we just... Play the game straightforward. If you were actually trying to take the number of drinks that you were assigned during the game, I feel like it would just be too much. It would
0: like be in the game where you eventually pass out and lose.
1: Yeah, you're I, just asleep under the I table. I tried to,
0: I did,
2: but I did it with sips instead of actual like, drinks. Yeah. Like, what is a drink?
0: Yeah, well, it's also hard to adjust your fortitude. Right. Like, your fortitude's a little bit y- fixed, yeah. but... it's true. But Red Dragon Inn is a fantastic drinking game. If you don't drink, it's the kind of game to drink. It's, it's, it's the kind fun. of game to play if you want to kind of get it that feeling for drinking games.
1: It felt like, you know, when you finish your role-playing game, Conquest, and you all go to the town, and you you're purchasing, and you, like, you know, the thief gets to roll to steal, and like, yeah. that kind of thing. It's very
0: adventure The adventure is between their adventures. It right.
1: felt like a between-the-adventure game. I yeah. feel
0: like I
2: want to bring this out in a Game of D anD D, exactly. Yeah, and be like, okay, you're all at the tavern. Now we're gonna play this game. Yeah, exactly.
1: And yeah, and the wizard gets this deck, and the rogue gets this deck, exactly. and they all have their kind of special powers and fun, different stuff. Yeah, so I was we'll an talk illusionist. About, yeah,
0: we'll talk about more of this in our on topic. So let's go on topic
1: now. All right, on topic. <laughs> this episode, we're talking about drinking games, in case you couldn't already tell. (laughs) These may not be traditional tabletop games, but they're played on the table, mostly. So let's talk about them.
0: All right. So first we should say we should spin our wheel on the table. Again, this is a roulette wheel given to Kitty by Spencer's grandmother.
1: It was given to Spencer by his grandmother. All right. All right. So,
0: and and just to describe what this is,
1: ten.
0: Ten. So the shot glass is ten black. I am ten black. So I'm gonna. I I have a shot glass with this, which has um, wonderful grape juice in it. And (laughs) the way you do is you spin this wheel, and it lands on this, and it's like, oh, you have to take the shot. Amazingly, we have not actually had a duplicate yet. We He's, haven't, yeah. And yeah. shot glasses are numbered. Yeah, the shot glasses are numbered. They either have two or three of the numbers on them. So we split them amongst ourselves to make sure they had an equal distribution of numbers. That meant that Fletcher got six shot glasses. Each with two numbers. Each with two numbers. Where Kitty and I got five glasses, each with two numbers and one with and two or three numbers. So I'm gonna take my drink of grape juice delicious and nutritious. And let's, <laughs> let's talk drinking games. Now, right. we played we played a couple games today. Yeah. Uh, so we just talked about Red Dragon okay, Inn. Mm-hmm. Um which is a board game about drinking games, but you don't have to actually drink. It it actually it's, and it's, true. And it's quite fun. It's actually It's pretty fun. I'd play that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It it's not I wouldn't give it a like a super skill and tactical game.
1: I mean, it's um Almost a drafting game where you have your hand and you get to choose if you're going to discard keep your hand. You draw up to seven every turn. You can choose to discard.
0: Yeah. So at the beginning of your turn, you can discard as many cards from your hand and draw new ones. You get an action every turn and that action can be so-and-so loses a fortitude, so-and-so takes a drink. You also give a drink card to everybody at the start of your turn. You're going to flip up that drink card. Well, you get to
1: choose one drink card.
0: Right. Unless
1: you have a special power.
0: Right. Well, you take one drink card and you can take that drink card. You don't see what it is. You give it face down to the other players. Sometimes you can give multiple drink cards if you spend more gold. And you ultimately you lose if you run out of gold so you can't drink anymore. Your fortitude is lower than your alcohol level. Mm -hmm. And your alcohol level can increase. Your fortitude can decrease. Uh, The base game comes, I think, with four different characters and a number of cards. And there are... Uh, um, I like six to eight expansions for this thing. There's a lot of expansions. Wow! It. Yeah, there's a ton. So you're adding more characters. You're adding more rules. But as we mentioned, it's kind of like you know D and D between the scenes. Like it's true. Yeah. So
1: you get to do gambling where you play a gambling card, and everyone has a chance to play their gambling or cheating card back.
2: It's like a fun meta game within the game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It it really is. Yeah, the
0: gambling part's just like this meta gambling part of it. Uh Uh-huh,
1: so as your action, you can play a gambling card, and then everyone else has a chance to play so many other cards. I got really screwed by the gambling cards, because I had like five of them in my hand, and I kept trying to play them, and Chris kept being like, nope, done.
0: Yep. I'm meditating, leave me alone, because I was playing the wizard.
1: (laughs) I was playing an illusionist.
0: I was playing the healer. Yep.
1: I don't remember what Sydney was playing. The Sydney thief. Was the thief the or thief. Rogue. Yeah. rogue. Yeah. So she could I just say rogue. steal
0: our money and, you know, slip in different traps. She and was stuff. the best at gambling. She like, had a gambling, lot of cheating, cheating
1: yeah. cards. Yeah. I had a lot of cheating cards too, but I didn't draw them until later. Yeah.
0: I had like pretty much
2: no cheating cards, but I had the most cards of like, nope, I'm talking about religion. I'm saving <laughs> something for charity. I am, I don't know, whatever. Like, I had a lot of
0: ways to get out of gambling. Yeah. True. Yeah. So if you're not a big drinker, and actually a number of people on Twitter, so I put this out on Twitter saying, hey, and, and I'm going to do this actually probably going forward for every episode. I'm going to post on Twitter on our podcast on Board Game Geek, our podcast page. I'm going to let you know ahead of time, I'm looking for feedback on our next episode. So our next episode is going to be on Kickstarter. Uh, we'll tweet about it. We're going to talk about it. Well, we won't talk about it, but we'll announce it at the end of this episode and right now. Um <laughs> But keep an eye out on our podcast page on BoardGameGeek, because if you want to be have your input in on the next topic, that's where you can do that. Uh, of course, you can always send us feedback on the current topic, and we'll cover that during our off-topic segment of the next episode. But um, there were a number of people that replied back with, I don't really drink, or I never drink, or we're not drinkers. And it was actually surprising to me the number of people that responded in that way. Red, uh, Red Dragon Inn is a game where you can still play it, but it's not a drinking game, per it's se. It's not a drinking game. Yeah. You don't have to drink
1: at all. It is a sober game about drinking.
0: Yep. So, I, 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 but I do want to talk about actual drinking games. So, these are like, you're in college, or maybe out of college, or maybe you're 40-something, and you're like, let's pretend we're in college. <laughs> <laughs> There's there's all kinds of reasons why you might want to do this. And
1: so so we came from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah. So I um, went to NIU, Northern Illinois University, and um, just being there was kind of, you had to play some drinking games. You had a very different college experience. Yeah, so
2: or? I went to Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas. It's a, it's a small private school, and despite its name, it's not religious. <laughs> um but the only drinking games that I really played were flip, Flippy Cup, Flip Cup, yep. mm-hmm. and Beer Pong. Yeah. And I went Hello. to Western
0: Michigan University, which...
1: He's wearing his shirt today. I'm wearing today.
0: my shirt today. Complete coincidence, to be honest. Um, we believe him. No, true. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> I actually did not drink in college, almost ever. Like with my college days, I drank on New Year's Eve and my birthday, and that was it. Any other day, I did not drink. Even after I was pledging a fraternity my senior year, I still never drank. I was designated buyer. I was. I did not drink. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: like you're old enough to buy the alcohol. Yeah,
0: you could buy the alcohol. Um, by so the I, way,
1: I feel like I had a very typical Midwest college experience, and you had a very typical kind of Southern Western.
2: I don't know if I would call my. Experience typical, but it's just my experience. Yeah.
0: So I've,
1: I'll go ahead and say I was typical. Yeah. <laughs> now let's
0: talk about Flippy cup and beer, co- beer pong, beer <laughs> pong for a moment, because these are what I consider dexterity drinking games.
1: i also got to lump quarters in there
0: and quarters. So and so, flippy cup. You have an X number of cups on the table. Usually, um, one per person. One per person. And you're going to drink that, and then you have to put the cup base down, and you're trying – no, um, sorry, lip down. Lip down. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to flip it Over from the, the edge. edge of the table, yeah. and you're trying to flip it so it lands base down. And mm-hmm. as soon as you do, the next player does the same thing. They drink their drink, and then put the cup upside down and try to flip it up. Once, So you're playing team. So you have one side against another side. The first team that gets done. Think of like a long rectangular table. Like long rectangular and table. And it's like a relay race yes. down to the end. Definitely. Yep. And then that team wins. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. And d- depending on whatever particular rules, the other team might have to drink more or whatever the case is. You've already drank a whole bunch. And it's about time to flip the wheel again. Um, so that is Flippy Cup. It is very fun. A lot of I went to a competition a couple weeks not a couple weeks ago. A couple years ago and played this at a bar and red twelve. Twelve. I don't have red twelve that's me. I, All right. Amazing we don't have any repeats <laughs> till yeah. All right. So I Dr. Love Cola. It. Dr. Cola. Dr. Cola. <laughs> <laughs> um so, which was very fun they had a ton of people playing this game and they were actually it was a tournament so if you got to the end you won you advanced to the next tournament so that's one very dexterity based game uh it does tend to put a lot of extra beer on the table so you might want to play this outside at picnic tables and stuff <laughs> um beer pong who wants to describe beer pong
1: i played a lot of beer pong all right go for it um Beer pong, you have your cups set up kind of like bowling pin style, yep. where they're at one end of a long table, and you're throwing a ping pong ball, trying to get it into the cup. Once it gets into the cup, that player has to take their shot of beer, basically – um this is typically sometimes it's red. in that same
2: cup and yeah. hopefully not hopefully yeah. it's on the side normally <laughs> normally in the same cup normally <laughs> in the same cup which is super gross don't do don't play you have a call. cup oh of water gosh, to watch you the should really not
1: off, be like. a preschool teacher because if you think that's gross you have not seen gross <laughs> so um, say preschool kids
0: are more disgusting than college kids
1: I just had my nose, like somebody else's nose, blown into my own hair Let's go back to beer pong. (laughs) So beer pong, um, you throw a ping pong ball into a cup, they drink the beer out of that cup, and that cup is gone. And you have a couple of different kind of reshuffles where you can move the cups into different positions where you're trying to throw the ping pong ball across the table. But basically, it's, you know, you throw the ball, you drink out of the cup, and whoever... Finishes the cup on the other side of the table wins.
0: Yep. Now, now there are some nuances to this. If you hit it into a cup without hitting the rim, then they have to drink two cups. Um, If it bounces, then they can bat it away. Um, And there's like the re rack rules and things like that, that they're all kind of like. I think, is the most
1: re like house rule re racking is is the most difficult to keep track of.
0: Yeah. But mostly it's just a standing across the table. And it can be any table. Ping pong table is ideal as far as size and stuff. they do make beer pong tables. Yeah, they They do. Yep. Which are a little... They're about half as wide as ping pong tables. They're
1: narrow. They're very narrow. It's almost like if you go to Sam's Club or Costco and buy, like, one of those narrow um, plastic tables. Like, you would... I'm a church kid, so you think of them as, like, you know, the long, narrow church tables. Like, you know, it's like... (laughs) It's the size of a normal table, but it's almost half half the width. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and that's and that's beer pong, and it's actually a very fun game. Um, it is fun. I don't know that anyone would ever play this with like Coke or something. No, no. But you
1: have to be a little bit drunk to yeah. feel like it's worth it. It's really yeah. not a
0: fun game <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. It's 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 about the social aspect. You normally play in pairs. So there's normally two of you, two yeah. ver, two v2.
1: What it actually reminds me most of is bags
0: where yes. you're playing
1: yeah. um like in the backyard throwing bean bags across the yard at each other. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, all right, Fletcher, you want to take the last one? I don't know what the last one was. but what we we're I talking? Quarters.
1: quarters.
0: Quarters. Quarters. Have you played quarters? I've not played quarters.
2: What? I, I Are... know so I know a little bit about
0: it, but I've not played it. All right, I've only played this game maybe twice in my entire life. So, again, College Kitty. Tell us about Courtney. College (laughs) Kitty.
1: I don't know how I became the voice of the typical college experience. I have an idea. um, Where did you go again? I went to NIU. Okay, that's right. Northern Illinois University. Fletcher and I
0: are... Literally computer programmers in our day jobs, so you win.
1: You guys are nerds. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: were a meteorologist major.
1: <laughs> I did. I did Oh, get by the my... way,
0: before we do this, spin this, because I, right. want, I want a thing.
1: All right. We're going to spin it. I need to pick up the yeah. ball first. All right. Let's try this. So, again... Spinning, spinning, spinning. highly Go recommend the other way. you check
0: out our YouTube channel if you have <laughs> not stopped listening by now.
1: 28. So 28 Black. Oh, it's me. All right. All right.
0: So... Now, tell us about quarters.
1: Quarters is a game you play. It's a dexterity game where you try to bounce a quarter off the table into your glass. And that's about it. That's it? That's <laughs> it. Wait, so what's the
0: drinking aspect of this?
1: Um, I don't actually know if the quarter bounces into your glass, then you drink it, or if the quarter bounces into your glass, and you make everyone else drink.
0: We're way too nerdy to talk about this game. Yeah, we really are. Yeah. It, it, there's like there's a finance thing to this because honestly, of quarters involved. If
1: you're gonna play quarters, you might as well be playing Flippy Cup or Beer Pong. I felt like it kind of fell in the middle of yeah. those two games. Aren't you supposed
2: to like bounce a quarter off the table into a cup? Yeah,
1: yeah. and if it hits the cup, though, that's that's where I'm kind of lost. As it goes into the cup, and then what happens? Yeah. Are you supposed to drink it? or Are you supposed to make someone else drink?
0: I think if you if you get in the you cup, you should else. have to drink, or no? That's, someone else should have to drink. Yeah. Someone
1: yeah. else should have to drink. But I
0: we're gonna make up these think, rules. Every, every I don't know. Yeah.
1: I feel well, a little bit like we're just honestly.
0: And all right, so this might be a little backpedaling from the fact that we have no <laughs> idea how <courtier> drinking <laughs> game works. But that's how most drinking games works: is you make it up. You just decide. It's like okay, we're gonna do this, and if this happens, you drink.
2: Speaking about making it up, we played Kings. Yes. as the
0: last game.
1: Hey. Right. Kings is and not a made game. taught us
2: how to play... Yeah.
0: Let's transition Kings, into card game drinking games. Yes. Card game. save games. ourselves from trying to explain quarters. Yeah, exactly.
1: Kings, I've actually played. Kings is also called Circle of Death. If you Google either one of them, it'll give you rules. The rules that I played by were very specific. It had king. You draw a king out of the deck, you make a rule. If you draw a queen, there's so many rules. There's way too many. There's
2: rules from what ace to 9 ace to, ace ace to, to, nine. to eight. 8
0: 8
1: 8 and well, down 8 and down oh, is his okay. own rule
0: you're right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. cuz 9 you have to rhyme
1: yeah 9 is rhyme 10 is categories jacks are thumbs. if you thumbs. thumbs
0: queens are questions kings are rules aces King, you make are it a rule.
1: aces are waterfalls i had to teach though. Fletcher yeah. and Chris what a waterfall we had no was we no clue So, if you get a waterfall, you start drinking, and then the person to your left cannot stop drinking until you do. So, it kind of goes, you know, down and down, like a waterfall. a
2: waterfall, yeah.
1: Um, Kings, you get to pick – you can either pick a card that you draw, or you can just make up a rule for you cannot say the letter – S in the rest of the game.
0: Which was a great example that we never actually done beca- did, because that would have been a really hard yeah. rule to follow.
1: It reminds me of Z an episode bad. of Gilmore Girls, where they couldn't say a word, like it. That's a
0: different or podcast. Or the. <laughs> Although, you, you I would do a Gilmore say, Girls podcast. I you, would
1: love point. to do a Gilmore Girls podcast. Uh, but you can make up whatever rule you want at King. Um, and it yeah, just it's right. just every every card you draw is a little bit different. You put the card under the tab of a pop can, like a can of beer. Yeah. And when or the pop can, can, it's a or it's pop a, can. It's a pop can of beer. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> a can with a tab on top.
1: So whenever you put a, a card under the tab, whoever pops the tab has to yeah. chug that beer. So as
0: soon as you hear the hiss. I think ours went to did, Chris uh, like, 13. About 13 cards. That's about, about 13 cards. Yeah, How about which is a quarter about a suit, of the way? A suit worth a deck, yeah. yeah.
1: A quarter of the way through the deck, it goes to someone to chug the beer. Yep.
0: So, and then there's also, we played Irish poker to start off with, and this is because Fletcher's girlfriend's, like... You're doing a podcast on drinking games. You got to talk about Irish poker. I'm like, what's Irish poker? <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard of it yeah. before. I, I had only
1: lo- ever heard of Indian poker. Yeah.
0: Well, for the record, Irish poker apparently is a real game with real tournaments yes. and real competition. It's like and like such. Omaha. Yeah. The version we were playing was you'd put four cards face down in front of you, and the first card you had to guess whether or not this card was red or black. So it's a fifty-fifty that you're going to mm-hmm. drink. Most drinking games, again, there's no real thinking involved. It's just flip a coin. And as I say flip a coin, we're going to roll a ball. spin the ball. Or spin the... If you are correct, then you make other people drink. If you're incorrect, then you have to drink.
1: 29 29 black. 29 black. Not me. I think it's dead. It was me.
0: Oh. Spin again. All right. right. Keep talking, though. This could be really bad at the end. So... On the second, card. we're just card- gonna go with
1: this. Twenty four, black.
0: That's me. All right. All right. Drink it. <laughs> More Dr. Cola. Um, <laughs> on the second card, you had to guess the. What were you guessing on the second card?
1: Second card was. It was a number. Over or under?
0: No, 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 no. The-, the third card was over under.
1: No, the third card was between. R- no,
0: no, because you inside had to
1: guess- or outside. No. Oh
0: right, the second
1: card. It was over or under.
0: But over under over oh, under, right? under the first card, yeah, yeah. over yeah. under the first card. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the second card you have to I guess win. is it higher or lower than the first card? Again, if you're right, other people drink. If you're wrong, you drink. The third one is between or outside. So inside or outside the first two cards, right? The same thing. If inside you're right. was
1: inclusive,
0: inclusive. So inside included the two cards that were already up, and then right the or wrong. Card. Yeah. And the last card was suit. really just kind of a whatever. It was whatever. Suit. Yeah.
1: You yeah. get to pick hearts, diamonds, spades, or clubs. Yeah.
0: Now, at that point, though, you can see everyone else's cards on the table. So you can kind of say, well, my odds are there's not a lot of hearts on the table. So I'm going to say hearts. But again, the same thing. And this isn't poker. I don't think it's Irish. But... And know, up drinking a lot. It
1: was, it was so, so much, so much drink. drinking. I actually really like BS. <laughs> Which stands yes. for baloney Sandwich. Bologna
0: Sandwich, yep. If
1: you're listening on the internet. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, so you get to put down your cards, and you get to put down um, two twos, three threes, four fours, whatever down. it is. They're face down. You get to choose. So
0: you're bluffing, potentially. You're bluffing.
1: Potentially bluffing. So if you have two twos, you get to put them down. Somebody says BS, they turn them up. And if it's two twos... They lose, and if it's not to choose, you lose, and so you have to drink the drink if you lose
2: or pick up the cards. Yep, the,
1: well, either the rule way, of the game is
2: to get rid of all your cards, yeah, either you way,
1: you have to pick the cards. Yeah. But if you were lying, you pick up the cards and drink, yep. yes, so it becomes harder and harder to lie, <laughs> yeah.
0: And there are so many drinking card games, and I think the, the real Common denominator of drinking card games are super easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Although, the just, kings, but, <laughs> but just have. enough, but only one person has to know the rules. And when you pull something up, that person says, Oh, you got a queen, so you have to ask a question. You know, so you can like it, it becomes one of those things that's a very social and interactive game. Now, there's an entire class of drinking games that have nothing to do with actually being a game. And that is the class of, I'm watching a TV show, listening to a podcast, and every time they do something, every time Chris uses a word that's not actually a word, drink. And I do that a lot. And Kitty's spinning the wheel again. Ten. ten? Um, black ten. Black ten. I've already drank that. All right. Every time Chris says something that is absurd, because I listen to my own podcast, I'm like, that wasn't a word. Also, wasn't what I was thinking. But... <laughs> So you could make that into a drinking 20, game.
1: 24? 24, 24, 24 black?
2: Or 13. Or 16. Was that
1: 16 red. I have we'll
2: neither of those. We'll call it 16 red. It
1: was me. All
0: right. When you, when you look at those kinds of games, those are just games where you're trying to get drunk. Gilmore Girls. Every time they have witty banter, you drink. You're going to be wasted by the epi- yeah. end of the episode.
1: We have a really good drinking game for Pride and Prejudice, the BBC version.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know there was one, but go Oh, ahead. my
1: God, with Colin Firth. Okay. All the girls, get on the podcast and get with me, because Colin Firth's BBC Pride and Prejudice is so much better than the one with Keira Knightley, which we pretend does not exist. Doesn't exist. But we have a whole set of rules, and if you want them... Email tabletopgametalk at gmail.com, and I will send you back all of our best rules. (laughs) In the
0: subject line, put Attention Kitty.
1: Literally, it is a six-hour show. And whenever Darcy stares at Lizzie, whenever Jane is too romantic, whenever somebody mentions uh, Catherine de like, there are rules I love that one and I also love the Star Wars drinking game. Whenever a good guy wears white and a bad guy bad guy wears black, you take one drink. And whenever a good guy wears white
0: No, good no, guy wears black. Other way around, <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever a good guy wears white and a bad guy No, other way around again. Oh my gosh. Damn it. Chris Again, it. email.
0: All right, we're going to beep this, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Whatever a good guy bad. wears black.
1: I did not ever guy, say the F word.
0: You did not. Um, <laughs> that was my goal for fun. this podcast. Whenever you go against stereotype, you have to drink double. How's that? True. All right.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Chris, for explaining that for me. <laughs> we, all right. But also, Chris is the one who's refilling my glass this whole time.
0: For the record, um, Kitty is much more enjoyable when she's drinking uh, Sprite. <laughs> when she's drinking Sprite, she's just being a very happy person. I'm a
1: fun person. Yeah. Um, I'm a fun person all the time. Have I been
0: endorsing Sprite and Dr. Cola and Grape Juice this entire time? So Sprite's Ye- a brand name. Dr. Yes. Cola, I'm pretty sure, is not. All right. We're um, going to
1: call it White Drink.
0: White, I, white Bubbly Drink. White Bubbly Drink. Um, Carbonated.
1: You're, you're drinking. Purple non carbonated. Yes.
0: Okay. Lime soda.
1: Well, for those people who are listening, they <laughs>
0: realize like you've been talking for an hour and five minutes now.
1: And now it might be time to stop.
0: Yeah. And
1: what on earth is Happy Salmon?
0: <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Happy Salmon. It's in the show notes. This is a game that Sean Kelly. Uh, one of our patrons, a co-host of the Gaming and po- BS podcast, and this is a game I will be playing with them this coming weekend at GaryCon. Happy salmon. Is that in Gary, Indiana? No, It Gross. is Gary, Gygax, So it's in oh, Lake okay. Geneva, Wisconsin. Fair enough. Um,
1: thirty-two red.
0: Thirty-two red. Not me. Four fifteen black. Um, uh, also no. Oh, that is me. I will take that. Oh, drink it. All right.
1: <laughs> so
0: Happy Salmon is kind of a I, I honestly I have not played this yet but I really want to because it involves a whole lot of um, you have to make salmon fa- things with your hands what is so a this salmon is, thing with so, so you can do like a high five or you can do like fist bump I'm making these up because I honestly don't know but you do some kind of thing with somebody else and a happy salmon is you're like is me. making a fish thing with your hands and it's not necessarily a drinking game but I'm going to turn it into a drinking game this coming weekend so I I really wanted to mention it um, on that note I think we've gone too long and if we haven't lost all of our
2: listeners <laughs> listen to another
0: episode Yeah,
1: please. I'm sorry what?
0: that I'm in this one <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: We'll have you back another time.
0: If you've made it this far, I'm hoping 22 or 18. You'll. I don't have one of those. Nope. I, I, I'm hoping that you'll stick around for our next episode. We're going to talk about Kickstarter, and I'm actually going to read the outro as <laughs> we keep spinning this wheel until we're out of things 30, to go. 33 or one. Um, I'm a 33, so I'm going to have drink more grape it.
1: Juice.
0: <laughs> Um, I've never done this part before. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Welcome
1: to the intro with me.
0: And remember, we love your feedback. So consider leaving us an iTunes review or email us with comments <laughs> or questions at tabletopgametalk@gmail.com. We would love to hear your feedback on drinking games or your experiences with them. I, do a drink again? <laughs> All right. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can also reach us on Facebook... At slash tabletop game talk podcast, or at Twitter at tabletop game TLK, because there's not enough letters in that, and t- for me to spell it talk. You can also reach us directly at game master Krish, Krish, Chris, Chris, <laughs> Chris. Josh is blonde and kitten L. <laughs> and if you like what you hear, and oh god, I hope that that spread the word by sharing or liking our posts. Finally, a huge thanks to our patrons. I have to concentrate on this. Emil Jilljam, Lucas Hartso, Charles Finch, Jade Pedersen, Shane Poole, Michael Holbin, Jade... Oh, hold on. I need to start the music. That's never happened before. <laughs> uh, Jaquin Hagar, Trevor Olsen, Rudy Liu, Sam from New York, Brian Arnold, Joss Arntz, Michael Oltz, C. Marie, Daniel Shepard, Sean Kelly, John Merkel, Jason Strong, and Joseph Lee. If you'd like to support us via Patreon, you can find us at tabletopdamecott.com. Click on the support us page. Until next week, when we talk about Kickstarter, keep playing games and having fun.
1: Good night. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) Okay, we're sober now. This episode was Fletcher's first episode.
2: Hooray! I think
0: this episode was the first time that Josh wasn't on the episode. Which, sort of, you know, it was sad for Josh, because Josh really was looking forward to drinking with us.
3: Oh, I was so (laughs) gutted I missed this. I love to social drink, and I love casual games.
0: And we need to do another episode. We just need to, you know, eventually Kitty needs to not be pregnant, and... We need to all be in the same place.
1: Um, you know, as our listeners are hearing this, I really shouldn't be pregnant <laughs> anymore. <laughs> if I'm still pregnant, things have gone very wrong. Oh, that's that's a good point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Well, now our last episode was about meta. So let's get a little meta here. Um, all of this stuff was recorded <laughs> before episode 200. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully Kitty's not pregnant right now. <laughs> Ooh, no all right um this was one of no not one of my this was my favorite episode <laughs> in 200 episodes i because yeah, i was on it that probably probably had yep. a lot to do with it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
3: josh you've listened to this episode at least twice now
0: do you still regret not being there
3: oh man i really do i mean i i will say though i did love going to austin which is uh, Fletcher's hometown. And, you know, it was funny listening to him talk about that because, you know, that Austin's actually become my sort of backup second city, <laughs> second city that I'd love to live in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you even talked about the accent and stuff, which cracked me up because <laughs> uh, you were saying, you know, aw- automatically it makes him sound more interesting and smarter. But I was, like, kind of jealous of your accent. I think if I, you know, back in my <laughs> single days, all I wanted was to have this deep, booming, baritone, sort of Barry Weiss voice that you clearly have. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of gutted that, that you know, we need to do a swap at some point, is what I'm saying. That's not so much an accent, that's just how I talk,
2: I guess. That's just my voice. Oh, of course, yeah. But I'm, <laughs>
3: I'm jealous of it, is what I'm saying.
2: My accent is an American that's...
0: accent. <laughs> I think that's everyone, like, nobody has an accent, it's just the way they talk. But it's always an accent to right. someone, right? Um. Yeah, this one, uh, there was just, I don't know why I decided that we couldn't say the drinks we were actually drinking.
1: Yeah, you made a lot of interesting decisions about like, we're not going to talk about what we're drinking, but we're going to talk about drinking the whole time.
0: We we weren't (laughs) even part of the Dice Tower Network, so I wasn't trying to keep it PG or anything. Um, We were
1: trying to be more family friendly. I I think think so. At the time. And I still think we maintain a fairly family-friendly Honestly, attitude. Honestly. We don't. I didn't drop any F-bombs. You
0: didn't. I did. None
1: of those had to be edited out.
0: Um, but there <laughs> were some editing of your swears edited. So. Yes. Th- that, there, yeah. There but, were a couple that needed to be edited out.
1: <laughs> I draw the line at F-bombs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think with this one, the, the actual recording wasn't too bad. Like, listening back at it now, I'm like, okay, we... We were following all of our segments at the time. We were answering. We held
1: it together pretty well, considering how many adult beverages <laughs> we consumed before we recorded that episode.
2: And at the we end, we we're just the like shot, shot, shot. So
1: much worse after the episode was done recording. The rest of that day is very blurry to me. Yeah.
0: Oh, our significant others were not pleased with us because this was like we recorded at like two o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> on a yeah. sunday <laughs> yeah
3: and then decided to
0: go we to the bar to afterwards go eat
1: a lot of pizza
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'm getting was, fomo all over again
0: it was it was, <laughs> it was fun there was a lot of fun but this was also our gloomhaven contest um which all right kitty i'll let you
1: i kept trying to go to and chris is like no <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited about it. I just wanted to give it away. And Chris is like, "No," and you never let me get in my drum roll. I
0: I I apologize for not letting you get in your drum roll. Um I really wasn't thinking clearly at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but this was funny cuz we there's the way it worked out. Like I I had an extra copy of Gloomhaven back when Gloomhaven was the thing to get and no one could get it. And it ended up that we were giving it away on this episode. And we did it. We went through. We were able to do it. Fletcher read the name, and it was.
1: We still do the same giveaway method. So anyone who five, four, three, has two, watched one. our recent giveaways, <laughs> yeah, five four three two one. It was pretty funny to listen to.
0: I mean, it was, and we answered questions, um, and they were decent questions. Like not decent. I mean, decent. They the questions were good. The answers were decent. <laughs> Like, I'm listening back now, and I'm like, oh, yeah, those might yeah, feel basically the same way. But also, around this era, between last week's flashback, which was episode 19, and this one was episode 30, we were doing playing a game before every recording. Yeah,
1: I kind of miss the game of the day.
0: I do too. I'm I'm thinking that maybe we should start this back up and before we record, get together and play something online, even if it's just like a quick 30, 45-minute game. I'm down. So you say that now.
1: Actually, I don't know, because usually I have to be putting (laughs) a toddler to bed.
0: (laughs) Well, we would probably play an online site um, if we were going to do
1: it.
3: I can introduce you all to Warlight. (laughs)
0: Uh, But yeah, the Drinking Games episode, another thing, um, this was during the era that we were recording live, well, not live to YouTube, but we were recording and then putting the video on YouTube. Most of those recordings are uninteresting. This one is 100% (laughs) worth watching because it's the only episode to this day that had outtakes.
1: (laughs) It's got a blooper reel. (laughs) And
0: it's all on YouTube. And... (laughs) <laughs> it's amazing it's simply amazing so yeah you should definitely check that out
1: this episode just made me very glad that my parents don't know how podcasts work because <laughs> um it really highlighted how much of their financing of my higher education went to <laughs> drinking games i didn't realize at the time that i was the one with the encyclopedic knowledge yeah. of explain drinking
2: quarters games. explain kings <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> can't believe you guys had never played Kings, Circle of Death, whatever you want to call it.
3: Chris, Angel Child. Whoa, well, hang on. Chris hadn't really done hardly yeah. any drinking at college, right? Why? Well, I, I can't remember why that even is.
1: I so I
0: never started drinking at all until I turned twenty one. That was the first time I ever but drank, and then it was my birthday and New Year's, was the only uh-huh. time I drank, and for the next probably ten years. But
3: why? I don't understand. Um,
0: I don't know. I was kind of like a goody two shoes. Right, but I will say, and this is terrible to say, my social life got so much better when I decided that drinking was okay. <laughs> I was actually able to like go out and make friends. It like changed everything.
1: Fletcher would not be engaged to Carmen if it weren't for Chris's drinking. That's true. That is exactly
0: true. That's true. <laughs>
1: so true. And
0: another drunk. Fletcher was talking about his. There's <laughs> another drunk text. text at a bar. It-
1: Drunk texts just are the best sometimes. Yeah.
0: But this was Fletcher mentioned his girlfriend at the time, who was now his fiance. So that's true. It yeah. All
1: it's, it all comes together.
0: Uh, yeah. So Fletcher, we asked you back, and let's see. This was episode thirty. It and only I think took it us was, like hundred and fifty episodes. To get no, you back. It was it was ninety seven <laughs> more episodes. <laughs> that was fun. You should have me back. <laughs> Well, actually, the behind the scenes that you don't know is when Josh came back, he's like, never have him on again. <laughs> I was very
3: threatened. He was too good. <laughs>
1: it's like, he's too good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't worry. He's not good
0: now. Yeah, all I'm terrible. Now. <laughs> all right. What else did we like about this episode? Jo- actually, Josh, I'm interested in your re-listen. Was there, if we had, if you had not known
3: what we were doing, was this
0: an okay episode? Because I'm, my opinion <laughs> skewed on
3: it. Yeah, no, I mean, it It was coherent, surprisingly coherent. <laughs> it I mean, there was a tiny few <laughs> slips here and there, but um, for the most part, it was fine. You know, I I learned about Flip Cup. I didn't play it for another three years for the first time, but I learned about it, and um yeah, Irish poker, bologna sandwich. Yeah, lots of cool nuggets you guys threw <laughs> out there that taught me a lot about U.S. drinking games.
0: So I was trying to lose weight. Oh,
3: um, and someone called you a biaholic, which you totally are. But has that changed yes. uh, on the games front?
0: It has. Sydney's it influence, has. I'm assuming. And we are gonna, we're going to save that for a future epilogue episode, Ooh. which <laughs> is Ooh. what I'm calling these now. These are now the epilogue episodes. Um. But yeah. Again, more foreshadowing. Are
2: you going to still give your weight out?
0: But, um, <laughs> my weight right now is much higher than it was in this episode.
1: <laughs> I think my <laughs> weight Baby might weight. be higher than your yeah, weight I was, was in this say, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Oh, and Kitty was still doing her Fresh baked Books podcast. Yeah. How's that going?
1: Not. <laughs> wow, way to
3: call her out, Chris. So mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: I think I talked about Rising Sun and I said, just, you know, you should back Rising Sun. And I was right. I I mean, Rising Sun was a good one. Was there some sort of controversy around that?
3: Or did I misunderstand what you were saying in that? There was
0: controversy at the time, but pretty much every CMON game has some kind of controversy at the time. Okay, So they don't necessarily do deep research into different things. Right. Um, I think, was it this one that they pulled one of the monsters from a fake wikipedia entry so someone had like i don't know made an entry for their friend like they were some kind of god or something like that and simon just like went through and was like oh yep that one that one that one and that made it into the game even though it was like a fake (laughs) that's amazing so just goes to show that wikipedia is not source that you should use
1: Um, we talked a lot in this episode about how I exist. This was still (laughs) in the infant days of our merch where Chris (laughs) had printed a lot of things without me in them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, did we talk about, oh, we talked about the logo in the last episode.
1: Yeah, and we Um, talked about the t-shirts in this one. Yep. (laughs) Now I'm not on half of the t-shirts that exist at that time.
2: I'm still not on anything. Nope, you're not. (laughs) 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 By merch, it has Josh on
3: it. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta sell that out, Well, it took
1: 30 episodes (laughs) to get me on the merch.
0: It's one of those things where, like, Kristen's kind of moved on, and I would want her to do an updated logo, but then I'm like, eh, Fletcher and Josh, they're both white guys, it's fine. (laughs) 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 You can just call it
2: pencil in uh, josh's hair like dark brown and you got me <laughs>
1: yep. well, draw a goatee on i think you need a goatee for both of you now
0: <laughs> that's
2: true josh yeah, it, doesn't
1: even look like josh anymore
0: that's true yeah. yeah it's all good i don't know again i think this was one of my favorite episodes and I, <laughs> it was uh,
1: certainly a fun one and also i still don't like gary indiana
0: Nobody should. Oh, did we talk about Gary Con in this one? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, "Does it take place in Gary, Indiana?" I was like, "Ew, no." <laughs> Our uh, but vampire
0: if you live in game Gary, has a
1: big joke about Gary just being the worst.
0: Yeah, but if you live in Gary, we still appreciate you. All right. Okay. So <laughs> Josh yep. is um, so far doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a C minus on. The credits. There's no fun getting (laughs) a plus. Come on. (laughs) The only way to get better is to practice, practice, and practice some more. True. So,
3: take three. Finally, a huge thank you to our patrons: Adam Harrison, The Gift of Games, Jason Strong, Terrence Miltner, Steven Sides. Brian Arnold, Sean P. Kelly, C. Marie, Rudy Rudy Lou, Benjamin Heimowitz, Jerry Huang, Carlo Bobline, Jennifer Engelbrook, Justin Willard, Christopher Dong, Jason Marks, Jeremy Fisher, David Radke, Nick Quichra, David Sellers, Jason Rodney, Michael Yanukowski, Miles Clark, Cindy Lum, Phil Swatsell, Anne Reynolds, Eric Huffman, Adrian Dong, Faz Flintham, Sean Peck, Eric Salander, Mike Smith, Joe Hoover, Glenn Cotter, Dan Gilstrap, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verhulst, Christopher Letko, John Lewis, Joe Rackstad, Ron Nelson, Sahara Wentworth, Weatherman Keith, Nicholas Lott, Agnes Toth, Paul Raymer, Jimothy, Matthew Droke, Aaron Moore, Jesse Wheeler, Charles Pearson, David Rank, Sam Lisa Brown, and Christopher Comstock. Getting better. Are you drunk now?
1: <laughs> Points for enthusiasm! Yeah, Points for enthusiasm.
0: Oh, <laughs> great! All we got to do is get get Don to not be Dan, and we were pretty close.
3: <laughs> I love getting it wrong.